Here's the snap back. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin Stars! A 49-yard field goal! And Indiana leads 27 to 24! Austin Indorak wants to throw it. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. A dominating performance. This is the OEO podcast. And if IU was allowed to quit in the second half of the game, I feel like I should be allowed to quit halfway through my job as well. That's right. It's time to break down the win over Michigan State. I'm your host, Michael Bragg, and you can follow me on Twitter at Braggley. That's at B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here with my co-host, Brandon. You can find him on Twitter at Brandon Dubich. That's Brandon spelled traditionally. Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? Oh, man. Um, I don't know if our listeners are big video game fans, but there was no more better super sim than this game man holy shit this game couldn't end fast enough i fell asleep like nine times re-watching this game <laughs> yeah i think mean, we we t- both texted each other that, hey there's no way we're gonna watch the second half of this game but we did because we did. we're <laughs> committed <laughs> to y'all's content it, and it it's not like it was that bad but yeah it was pretty bad it was pretty bad um now let's break it down a little bit uh let's just talk about some of the good stuff which all happened in the first half uh iu wins the game number 11 ranked uh in the coaches poll number 10 in the ap poll indiana takes on at uh michigan for the first time in 51 years holy shit indiana football top 10 top 10 indiana that's right that's right and they go to 4-0 in the big 10 with a win of 24 to nothing, which could have been, by our calculations, at least 41, 41 to nothing. So uh, it sounds bad, and it was bad. So let's get into it here a little bit. Game started off a little Wait, wait, rough. we're talking about a non-conference game against, like, UConn, right? That's, that's, that's what I watched? Because that's what this game felt like. That man. is what it felt like. This game felt like a game first weekend of September – you know, it's 90 degrees. You're drinking beer and sweating it out immediately as you drink it. You know, I'm getting too drunk and because it's it's the heat that it got to me. <laughs> yeah, um, it's always the heat. <laughs> but yeah, that's what this game felt like. Man. It, was, it was weird to see IU football dominate. And like, I was boring, sitting there thinking, because I've been a fan of two teams, two college football teams growing up. And it's been Pitt, which is Team Chaos, and IU football, which is also team chaos, right? Like, I was like, is this what good teams do? Like, they just blow out bad conference teams? Like, I had that, like, revelation while sitting there. Like, this is surreal. Like, it almost broke my brain today. Yeah, yeah. it felt like probably what it's like to be Alabama playing, like, Vanderbilt. And that's what it was like in the first half. And then we turned in, then it was like Vanderbilt versus Vanderbilt. Or Vanderbilt versus Iowa or something. Or not Iowa, Idaho. Sorry, Iowa. Idaho. Um, yeah, it started off rough, man. <laughs> I mean, Penix throws his second interception of the of the year on the first drive, and that was kind of like a 
uh oh crap moment for me i remember so um, i got a question about that because i it's the only only play i like rewatched multiple times does miles marshall slip was it a jump ball or was it just a bad ball because no, so, i watched it about three or four times and i couldn't decide which of those three it was so it was a bad ball and a jump ball so he was getting pressured I think from what I could tell that the route was uh, two wide receivers on each side. Um, Miles was on the inside receiver position. And I think maybe WAP was on the, or maybe vice versa. Either way, WAP or whoever was on his side ran a quick out. And then Marshall ran almost like a, almost like a fade go down that left sideline. And when Penix got pressured, he knew he had one, one play down the sideline to either get a PI or, at least just throw the ball way out of bounds, but it was a bad throw. I mean, he just, he threw it up, but he threw it up inside instead of going outside where you should be throwing the football because at least worst case scenario goes out of bounds or you give at least your uh, wide receiver a chance to catch it, which he didn't do either one of those. Um, it's not so you're giving no right blame now, to the wide receiver here. No, not on this one. I don't think so. Okay. Interesting. Cause uh, again, I'm thinking the cop-out answer of it was all three. Right. I mean, I think I think a lot of the times we see bad interceptions, not for not for Michael Penix specifically, but just in football in general. A lot of the time it's a receiver didn't run a route right or, you know, there, there's there's a lot of things that can go wrong on a route tree. Um, so I, I think the, I think it was a slip bad ball um, and, and yeah, and a bad throw. All right. That's fine. You know, but you know, I love Penix. So I don't want to like pile on him, but I, I think, Rich, I think you're wrong. Fuck, I'll, I'll play heel in this. <laughs> I, 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 this is now the, you know, how many recaps have we done in a row? A slow start for Penix. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it is a trend. It no longer is starting to be a trend. It straight up is a trend of bad first quarters. Well, he kind of first couple series. Yeah. He kind of gets Penix. into his that groove needs, a lot quicker. That needs to get to be fixed. Yeah. He's got to put on 20, another 20 pounds. You got to put on another 20 pounds. Can I give him my 20 pounds that I've gained? You can take, since you can like take my 22 if you want. Holy cow, I need to get to the Motown track club. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he, yeah, he bulk up a little bit, get this, uh, this, um, I don't know what it is, this jinx out of his head in the first half, first quarter. You know, it's, it's, it's lucky. You can look and play like that when you're playing Lombardi. Yeah, well, I mean, if you when you're playing, yeah, uh, some dude named Rocky Lombardi and Bella Thorne, you you can afford to have a little bit of a slow start. Oh, we're already bringing up, already bringing up Peyton Thorne. But uh, yeah, so if you're playing, if you look at some of the stuff though, I don't, I can't remember too much from the Rutgers game, or if he missed a whole lot in the Michigan game. Michigan, he was great, so I don't think he really had too slow of a start there. But uh, I remember he didn't the score state. until early in the second quarter. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. So he did have the first quarter. We had seventeen there. points in the second quarter. That's right. Um, but there was that was, was a it real may have been his best quarter. quarter of, ah, no, yeah. the Ohio State was probably his best quarter. For, but he, Michael Penix was phenomenal in the second quarter against yeah. Michigan. So what I remember from the Penn State game was his wide receivers didn't help him out. You you were screaming at him about bad balls, but there were a couple there were a couple balls where he could have hit. Was it Wop? It was Wop on one of the first plays. Uh, hit him in the hands and he dropped it. I think he had a cut. He had one out to Marshall, I think, where he got hit. I, whatever. We don't need to go back and do all that stuff. Either way, what we do, interception, punt, punt, and then we get the ball back again from a uh, classic Lombardi, throw it to – was this the one where he just threw it and there was nobody even anywhere near 
I literally have easiest interception of Taiwan's life yeah. going back to Pop Warner. Like, it, it literally looked like, you know, when you played uh, the game where 500, where you throw it up, oh, and yeah. then one yep. kid sucks and actually only throws it five yards, <laughs> and you just kind of <laughs> lands in your lap. And you don't That's even what, move. And yeah. you don't even move. That's, yeah. like, literally what happened um, on that play. It was very, very. Yeah, and then that sets up our touchdown. We don't need to get into all the details. Set up a touchdown drive, a good drive down the field. Uh, was this the – who was this one? This was a Stevie Scott touchdown? Like a truck. That's like right. eight yards, like carrying dudes from the two and a half. Um, even the announcers who weren't very good in this game again um, made like, that guy runs, you know, this guy runs hard. Um <laughs> Why did you just do when you said hard? You did your uh, everybody's Gene Katie impression. I don't know. Play don't hard. Know. Play hard. Play hard. God, I what would I what I would kill to have Gene Katie as our basketball. <clears throat> Never mind. Never mind. Different podcast. Okay, let's so move on to your boy and uh, his absolute beast mode move. Um, Ty Freifogel on yeah. the sideline. Oh. Oh. The, <laughs> Izzy. So this Holy one, this one was that was such a fun play. I yeah. reminded this one a few times too. Well, he it missed was... it. He probably should have caught that one that he missed on the fade on the very first play. It was knocked away. It was a good defensive play, but he was mad at himself after that one. He had it in his hands and they do knock it mad. right out. If that's gonna get him mad at the beginning of a game and he can do what he did in this that's game. Fine. Yeah. Yep. And then the very next play, it was just like, all right, give me the ball and then just get out of the way because I'm not going down, no matter how many people are on my back or how name many twists this, I have to do. Name this diva wide receiver that said this because I felt like this was this game. Give me the ball and watch what I do with it. Do you know who said that? Was that uh, T.O.? T.O. Yeah, of course. You know, because in my mind, that was what Ty Fry Fogel was this game. He, he caught it in space and made a move. He caught it over dudes. He made amazing catches. He had a T.O.-like game. Um, well, let's skip ahead to his next one. Well, let's go a little bit quick. We get another Penix interception, which is just like, come on, bro. But do then it we behind get, him. I mean, yeah. 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 That was pretty then bad. we get another one right back to us for time. <laughs> Literally throw <laughs> right to Mullen again. This one he had to try a little bit at least. He had to fight one guy off. But it was I mean, thrown right to him. So you and I play video games. The second time I bring up video games, oh God, you never throw the ball when the other team's playing zone across your body. Like you yeah. had the video game corner just sitting there, not moving in his zone, and that's what that interception was. Oh yeah, like like literally like looking around, like uh, oh he's just gonna throw the ball <laughs> to me, and it was hilarious. And then that that leads to your boy Chuck with a a. A Chucky bomb, which was like from like four yards out. So I, I got a, I got a question. It, it, it's not it doesn't warrant Brandon's questions. What the hell are we doing running trick plays? That almost was disastrous there in that second quarter. It was it was oh, on flea flicker. Yeah. It was on the drive that led to the Chucky field goal. So, you know, I'm not I'm not going in reverse too much here, but why? And it was it was a bad trick play, too. Yeah, um, it was that was one of those where, hey, this is a trick play and I'm going to throw it no matter what. So I think if he hits, if he hits, uh, I think it was Hendershot that made the catch. If he hits yeah. Hendershot in stride, it's a walk in touchdown. It's a walk in touchdown. It was just a bad throw. 
again because it was it was early in the game with Michael yeah, Penix. He's gonna make he's gonna of make course. bad throws early in the game. Yep. And so then uh then we get the Chucky bomb and then uh Big defense bomb. steps up again. Well, it steps up. I mean they just defense just played. They just went out on the field and uh get the ball back again. And then this is where Ty Fry shows up again. I think another, I think you were right. I think it's pretty classic, uh classic TO style. I mean, an yes. underthrown ball that he catches up against the edge of the um boundary. And, and he just hits the gone. acceleration stick. Yeah. Like he he accelerated so much. The guys, the, the corners weren't even in the screen. You know, sometimes, you know, when, when receivers break one, like normally you have the corner trailing off at the end of the TV. There wasn't anyone in sight. Yeah. Like that, that is NFL separation. Yeah. Um, and it was against that anything. dude, Williams. Is that his last name? 29. I remember his number. I don't remember his last name. But that dude, uh, before Chucky's uh, field goal, he was, they thought that they were going to call him for PI, for defensive PI, but it ended up being offensive i think and he did the whole thing where he's like he put his hands behind Brown, his back. he actually was amazing he's Shakur, on the yeah he had both interceptions well he also got burned on a couple of them <laughs> so he he also gave up 200 yards we can say that um he did the whole behind his back thing hey i didn't, I didn't touch him. my hands were behind my back you know that whole bullshit uh while we're corners this, never done never in the history never. of football at any level has a corner actually deserved passing yeah and while we're on this i <laughs> you know what i noticed is that it's the thing that i you used to get from a lot of uh better teams better teams in quotations whenever we would play them is that holy shit does michigan state talk a lot of crap dude like there were so many points now granted half the game we were up 24 nothing <laughs> But there were so many points where you would even see people like WAP. And you know all you have to do is say hi to him, and you're going to piss him off. And he's going to start talking shit. But there was even a point where <laughs> this dude makes a uh, – I think WAP just goes down. Like, he makes a catch, and he's like, I'm not going to get hit. I'll just go down. We're up 24. And this dude was, like, in his face, like, yeah, you better go down. Like, all this stuff. And WAP just turns to him and is like, just points. He just points up at the scoreboard and it's like, bro. Yeah. So we're, we're, I'm really jumping ahead here, but it was in the fourth quarter. They got a sack on, they had a sack on Penix and, um, sorry about that. Uh, was watching some highlights. Um, they, they sack Michael Penix and the defensive, I don't know if he's defensive end or defensive tackle goes nuts does like banging on his chest, does like this whole like walkout. And I'm like, there's five and a half minutes left and you're down three scores. Oh, yeah. And, and IU has the ball. Yeah. Like, ooh. So this is the perfect time for me to get to this. This is what I was telling you about before we started recording. So there was one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Uh, so this kind of fits in there. And, and God bless Holly Rowe. She's good at what she does. She's fine. The sideline reporter for ESPN. I like Holly Rowe. So I wrote this down. Holly Rowe, 24 nothing, IU, two minutes to go, totally unprovoked or called upon by commentators. <laughs> Quote, this is really hard. It's very flat here in the stadium. There are no fans here other than parents and family. I have to give Michigan State some credit on defense. <laughs> they have had juice and energy and feel they've been playing really good. Plus, it's freezing cold. And they continue to play really hard for Michigan State. End quote. <laughs> like, 
what what backhanded compliment have i've ever heard one like where did this come from plus it's freezing cold and they continue to play hard for michigan state (laughs) so real quick to kind of back up holly Rowe here have you ever been to michigan state stadium i've not i've heard it's a concrete like tundra yeah literally shit like Whoever engineered that stadium was like, hey, hey, we should have gusts of wind going directly across the entire stadium. Like, you just turn into a fucking icicle in that stadium. Um, so I'm going to have to just leave that um, page. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's an awful stadium. So I get where she's coming from. The game sucks. She's freezing. The stadium's terrible. And she needed something to talk about in possibly the most boring game I have ever watched. With with two minutes to go, as I used, like, doing that thing that we did the whole second half where we drove down inside the, you know, like, two-yard line. And Couldn't just convert inside the five. Ooh, so, you know, you know I, I listened to our podcast last week. Remember how I was like complimenting our goal to go offense and yeah. saying Sheridan, that didn't age well. That aged we were 18 well. of 18 in the red zone coming into this game. Now, granted, okay, Water let's, let's go level. back. Let's go back. Yeah, that's what Dan Dockett would say. Water finds its Oh, level. get the fuck out of here with him, dude. God, I hope he listens. Come find me at Bragley, B R A G G L E Y. Um, I'm blocked. What's <laughs> I, I blocked him. I'm probably blocked too. I think he, he threatened to fight me. Uh, before one of the football games via Twitter. Of course, he would never do that in person because, you know, but, but um, we uh, we skipped ahead quite a bit because there's nothing really to talk about. So let's go back just a little bit. So at least get to halftime. You know, we score the touchdown with Ty Fry. Nothing else really happens. We won't talk about the other thing that does happen. We'll leave it there. Uh, we did get into scoring position again, but we did not score. Uh, and that finishes 24 nothing at the end of the first half. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, spoiler alert, that's also the final score of the game. Super sim, super sim, super sim. <laughs> I'm not even sure if I'm super simming there. I think I'm, I think I'm going up just because it's IU. I'm going to go up 31 or at least 30. We tried. Nothing. I mean, the effort was there. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to read this, and this is all we're going to talk about in the second half, unless you have something else to talk about. I, have nothing, I literally have... Fry Fogel, ankle grab, T.O., house, 65 yards. Jerome is beast. That's my last note. Okay. Jerome is a beast in this game. We'll get to him. We'll get to him. We'll get to him. Here we go. Ready? Second half. Punt, punt, punt. Downs, downs, punt. Interception, downs, punt. End of game. Woo. 24 nothing. Woo. Big 10 football. Bigger, like, faster, yeah. stronger, Ooh, you know big what? Let's, stage. Let's overanalyze this game. Let's look into this. You know what? Do you think if we could have got up 31, 38, 41, do you think we could have got some Jack Tuttle reps? So maybe oh, Tuttle time was awful. Did, did our lackadaisical lack of effort in this game prepare or refuse to prepare Tuttle time? That's my conspiracy. Michigan State ruined our season. Yes. There we go. Yep. Somebody else brought that to my uh, attention. Actually, our producer did, which I did not invite him to this. Um, uh, He brought it to my attention. Honestly, yeah. Nobody wants. So he he said, "Do you think that Tuttle would have been better had he been able to play a little bit more during the regular season?" And of course, I was like, "Well, I mean, he did win at Wisconsin, but you know, that game's behind us. 
And uh, no, no, we can't wait to recap that one. Oh, do we have to uh, recap that one? No, again? no, no. I'm again. Th- I'm. I'm. This is this is it. Okay. Michigan State cost us our season because we didn't get trouble. <laughs> okay, so we kind of went over them. Do you have any uh, additional major moments or big plays that you want to talk about? No. <laughs> okay. I do not. Okay. All right. Uh, None I that think... don't include uh, just absolutely going nuts over Ty Freifogel. Right, which I think we're both about to do. And I don't know if we're allowed to do this. You, nope. we're, We kind of make up the rules as we go. So I'll let you determine. I'll let you be the final say on this um or maybe we'll wait for our producer to jump in here our next segment is players of the game um and we are gonna start with brandon on offense who do you got terrell owens number three indiana fry fry is a beast he he was building on this and he goes he takes it to the next level the next week holy cow is this guy special i think he's gonna go down as my favorite indiana wide receiver yes that means over antoine randall um and yes that means over you know, he was you a know, quarterback always a quarterback in my book uh again I, this guy is just so enjoyable to watch um that when he when he drug three defenders into the into the end zone on the nine yard line. That was just so incredible. Dude, I love Ty, Ty Fry. Um, all, again, we've talked a lot, a lot about the uh, producer here. He called it um, two years ago. We were watching a game with him. Um, and he, he said, as a freshman, I like this guy. Yeah. He uh, thought so his name, he thought his last name was hyphenated. He did. <laughs> Fry well, we never said the pro- producer was smart because he did go to Purdue. Um, That's but... true. He went to Purdue and didn't get an engineering degree, nothing in engineering. So yeah, that even even point very stupid man, <laughs> but he did point out uh, he did point out that Ty Fry was going to be good and holy heck that was he made this game enjoyable. Yeah, I was going to try to delay a little bit until he got on here, but since he's not going to judge what we're allowed to do and not allowed to do right now, I'm going to go ahead and uh, because I have literally no other choice, I'm going to pick Ty- Tyrese. Is that his name? I think it's his real name. Tyrese Freifogel the second. I don't think he's the second. It's good. Either. We haven't talked about him enough. Tell, tell me more. I, I definitely, definitely don't know anything about no. what he's done this game. So Ty Fry, 11 catches, 200 yards. Two tutties. That long is 65, which we talked about on an underthrown ball. That He makes the play. Uh, what was it, more impressive? That 65-yarder or the, or the nine-yarder? Which, in your mind, which one did you like more? I think it was 18 yards, technically. 16 yards, technically. Talking but about yes. first, contact, first contact. Okay, first contact. So, yeah. No, that one was that one was more impressive. Because he breaks... I want to say he breaks one tackle on the spin and then literally carries two dudes in from, like, four yards out. Yep. And from him, from him... I mean, we don't ever think about Ty Fry as being this, like, incredibly strong, powerful wide receiver. But that was pretty impressive. So I got a question for our producer. Thank you for thank you for joining. Um, I appreciate appreciate your time. Uh, where would Ty Freifogel fall on Purdue's football twenty twenty football roster? Tough one. You right? can say it. Sec- he's wide receiver three, second or third. Yeah, I think if he's got. Rondale. I think he's two. I think well, he's probably two. He's clear behind Rondale and David Bell, though he faded at the end of the year. Uh, yeah, 
I'd say three. Is he allowed to take? Does he take number three from David Bell? Not a chance. <laughs> uh, yeah. So again, I can't wait to watch Tyler Ty Freifogel. You know when he plays Ohio State, but man, he was just unbelievable in this game. I don't rem. I I kind of. His his performance later in the year made me totally forget this performance. It was it was a, a blast. So I feel really bad saying that he had a bad performance the rest of the year. I think that this again, neither one of us had any this big of expectations. Big Ten wide receiver of the year, um, third team All American for him this year. Uh, he's never been the stud like the star yet. Uh, he's always played around some other, you know, like WAP had the huge year last year, two years ago now, I guess. Uh, and then before that, I want to say there was somebody else here. So he's always been behind people. So I, I don't want to say he fell off. I think this is his first taste of being like, hey, now I'm going to get double coverage every time. And that's kind of what they did. I mean, it, Mississippi did that to him big time. Um but yeah, yeah, I'll give it to him. Yeah, he didn't really. Lane show Kiffin, up heck of a defensive coach, and you got to give it to him. Lane Train. Um, all right, defense. Now this was a lot tougher. But define, pick a defensive player because I mean you could have went in a multitude of different directions. I'll I'll let you go first on this one. Uh, I'm gonna go Romy. I'm gonna go Romy. I think this is his best game as a Hoosier. Yeah. Yeah, two two sacks from the D tackle position and two and a half uh, tackles for loss. Only four tackles total, but um, he was disruptive. And because Jamar Johnson didn't have that great of a game, so I can't pick him. But uh, Romy had a big game today or today. I, see, you you always try to outsmart yourself. How did you not go Micah on not this one, Micah. man? Not doing it because I got to, I got to get, I got to leave the easy ones over. for you. Because so if I, I don't, I was gonna take Jerome. I was gonna take Jerome because I've been on Jerome all freaking season. So I was just like, okay, easy. I get Jerome. He gets Micah. Though there are boys, and here you go. Here you go. Trying to be too smart. You really want me to outsmart you? How about give me Antoine Simmons from Michigan State? I think he was the best defensive player in the game. They always got a stud defensive player. Too bad it didn't matter, dude. That dude's too bad. Stud, too bad. But he was the one celebrating. We were talking about that. No, not him. No, that was the the. I think it's this dude right here. I don't even know his name. P- Pazuniak. That's it. That dude. Jacob. Jacob. Paz- Panas. Panasu. I don't know. Senior. Not probably gonna, not going to the not gonna, not gonna work. Not gonna, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um. So yeah. Yeah. No, dude. I'm I'm going Romy. I don't always have to pick my boys, man. I got to let you pick Mike every now and then because I will never, ever let you live up that Virginia game. Now, you may have been disoriented by the uh, 12 inches of rain or whatever was pouring at that time, but when you were sitting here complaining, or not complaining, but doubting my scouting of Mike and Ari, I doubted a two-star that's like best offer wasn't even in a, like a Mac level. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Well, yeah, thank you. There are recruiting your... misses. I guess I was a recruiting miss. Yeah. Not all of us apology. can be like our producer and pick Ty Fry hyphen Fogel as a freshman. Um, <laughs> not all of us have that eye for talent. Okay. Yeah. Give me a freaking break. <laughs> TFF. Speaking, speaking of breaks, 
Holy crap, dude. We're getting kind of good at this, like 15 episodes into it. Uh, let's take a break and let's talk about our sponsor. Our sponsor is the Monon Track Club. Today's episode is sponsored by the Monon Track Club. They are Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport in the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, and create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Brandon, do you like running? No. Mean Hard pass. Hard pass. Do you like sick hoodies and t-shirts? Love sick hoodies. Yes. As everybody nods on the uh, Zoom. We'll check out the link in the show notes and uh, show a, an IU-owned small business a little bit of love. It's uh, 10% off your purchase with promo code LEO10. That's LEO, and then the number is one zero. That'll get you 10% off. And uh, tell Garrett we said hi. Now, on to everybody's favorite part of the podcast, Randos Randos. Woo! Well, I already, asked, I already asked one because I got a little, got a little impatient. Um, but my first question is what hope does Michigan state have next year? What player coach recruit can Spartan fans look forward to? Because while, you know, I do think they have a stud or two on defense. I mean, I think they're going to struggle again next year. Um, and, and it doesn't seem like hope is on the forefront for a crew in East Lansing. This is, Rocky this Lombardi is, not, is gone, is not transferred go. to Northern Illinois. This is Dang. not going to go well. That's that's it. You're just saying that because the name Peyton, right? Peyton. You're, just ob- you're just obsessed <laughs> with Peyton. anyone named Peyton. Peyton. My name. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hold on, let me try it again. Let me try it again. What, what about Peyton him? Thorn, man? He he is a better Xander Diamant. Like he has a slightly better arm than Xander Diamant. And pretty sure Xander Diamant won us a single game. Um, but we, remember that one time we almost beat Ohio State? Yeah, I remember. We should have passed interference in the back of the end zone. Definitely passed interference. I mean, if it was anybody else, it was passed interference. But of course, it was IU, it was passed interference. Yeah. But anyway, um, you like Peyton Thorne. Are you I can't. Fed? What do you want me to do? Explain you got me dumpster diving, looking for, looking for diamonds. Explain this just absolutely. I will not let this take die, man. He is... I don't even think he's the starter next year. I don't know who they have coming in, but it, if they have somebody coming in, he has to be better than Bella Thorne. God, second, second Bella Thorne reference today. Um, moving on. Uh, we're about ready to wrap up the podcast. This does seem about half as long no, as our normal no, podcast. No, no, no. What? Oh, one no. more. One more? One more. Okay. You've been a fan arguably two or three times longer than me for IU football. Have you ever seen a more boring win? Like, <laughs> like go a back. more, I don't want to say more boring win. Cause of course, like uh, who did we play earlier conference in the win. season? Conference okay. Like, conference. Like, win. Have you ever like had that feeling in a game that you had while watching this? I left. I remember leaving. Uh, against Rutgers. Now, I think it's because there was a big storm coming in. Uh, Rutgers, it was 41, the, the 41 nothing game with Lego. Um, and who was that badass? Uh, Ian Thomas. Ian Thomas had a huge Carolina catch in that Panthers. game. Right. So 2017, that was, the, that was the easiest. Oh, my gosh, this is going to hurt. You ready for this? Morgan Ellison, 15 carries, 150 yards, and two touchdowns. God, could you imagine? What could have been? What could have, should have, 
poor kid. Maybe. Allegedly. Um <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Again, so again, that um, it's not a it's not a sexy question, but I mean, uh, the the second part to this is: Are you going to get used to these easy wins? Like, Man, I don't, I don't know. So Rutgers, I think, is going to be better. Michigan State will stay about the same. Michigan's probably going to be a little false. better. True. Um, Maryland. Maryland. I don't think they're going to, I don't think any of these teams are going to get worse. They were not good before Minnesota's bad. We're talking about Noah Bedrill, Talia Agul. I mean, Tonga Valoa, whatever the heck Talia's name is. And then we're talking temple transfer. Raz Agul. Raz Agul, Talia. I don't know. Who knows? That's who's lining up under center for Maryland next year. Nobody fucking cares. It's Maryland. Um, I think we're going to get used to these easy victories, man. Michigan, go back and look some of Michigan State's games against the lower level Big Ten. Yeah. Again, I think we can replicate. I, I'm not going to say do better because they've they've won the Big Ten and they went to a, a Final Four. But um, yeah, I think I think we are going to be able to get used to these easy wins. You know, me, you, and, and our families leaving midway through the fourth quarter, beating the traffic because we're up constantly 20 to 30 points yeah but i don't. I think leave. this is going to be a I trend leave, i think though. this is going to be a trend and i can't wait i don't leave. Mark you Scott, can't i'm wait. staying can't wait, can't wait. I, i'm staying i mean unless unless i'm just obliterated then i stay every time you know that you do. um i've left you I'm yeah out of here. i think this is easy this is definitely one of the if not the easiest win for me to like did you come over for this game socially distanced away from me with a mask on probably? No. no. Okay. So I do remember just like not worrying about this at all after 14, nothing toast. No, I remember calling you after the opening drive interception saying, here we go. <laughs> Trap game. Looking forward to the Ohio state game. Here we go. This is going to be bad. Um, and then I, I think I normally on a normal IU game when we don't watch it together, I call you forty-seven times. But they only called you like eighteen. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah awesome. it's half, half. You know, obviously that's not half as much, but you know, you get you get the joke there. So, um, let's uh, let's wrap it up, man. This game Absolutely. doesn't deserve any more than what it's already had. So, what significance was, was there? Any There's a big significance to this win to me. You, we've been talking about it for the last five minutes. What? What's this? We've hey, look, mother bleepers, we're here. We're here, and we're here wow. to beat. We're here to beat you at your place, twenty-four nothing. No matter who it is, game. we made it, dude. I mean, it's it's on the road. You're in the Big Ten on the road. Look what what happened to Iowa the first two weeks they played. Smoked. I think no, they didn't get smoked. How they they lost to Purdue, didn't they? No. Yeah, they lost to Purdue. Sorry, I'm trying to think of Dan Dockage's line. Big time players make big time plays. Stop with Dockage, man. I'm about ready to I'm about ready to just walk off the off the podcast. If you say big one time more players thing, players make Dan big time plays in the Big Ten. Don't even let me tell you what he had those buddies... soft eyes. Oh my god. Bella Thorne's got some soft eyes. <laughs> so for me, okay, let's finish this up. Significance of the win, huge. I think this is a statement game to the Big Ten. Hey, this is no joke. They've just beat 
Penn State, Rutgers was whatever. They just beat Michigan State again, or Michigan, and then they went to Michigan State and just just pulled it out, laid it on the table, let them look at it, and then put it away for the second half because they didn't need it out there anymore. They slapped him with it enough. And that is a huge win. I'm going to go ahead and get my grade now, too. I think the grade's like a C+. Give me your, give me your grade. C+. Plus? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give another cop-out answer. Slightly um, above it. I'm giving an incomplete um, because this is what happens when you like absolutely crush an SAT and then just forget there's an extra page. They like didn't complete the test. They 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 got they got a ninety five percent on a portion of the test, and then they just didn't take the rest of the test. Oh my so that's that's my answer. Incomplete. Um, they got to take it again. What about you? what's your grade? Oh yeah, you said incomplete. All right. Incomplete. What about your significance? It. There's no significance to this win for it you. It was significant that I made this made it through watch rewatching this game. All right. <laughs> Let's wrap it up before you depress anybody else any more than this, because uh, I think I next week next is week. next week's going to be just or even more depressing than what the end of no, this it podcast. It's going to be really fun. Say. It's actually I'm I'm looking. I haven't watched that game a second time yet because I couldn't get myself to do yep. it. Yep. So um, I watched this game in an airport bar um, on my way to go watch my Steelers beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. We shouldn't be talking about traveling during a pandemic, Brandon. Um. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to find a lot of things on the rewatch. I'm really excited guys. I know if you guys have made it through a Rutgers and Michigan state rewatch, <laughs> come back next week for Ohio state. Cause we're actually, we're going to bring it next week um, because it, 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 it's a game that desperately, desperately needs a rewatch and, uh, and Michael's genius takes. Yeah. And I can promise you that if David Ellis's mom listens to this podcast, maybe don't, don't listen next week because Brandon is going to torture someone. Uh, I'm going to be very nice to him because that's what you should do to somebody that plays for your school. Um, yeah, either way, speaking of being nice to people, let's go ahead and wrap this up and finish it. I'll, uh, I'll talk to you later, man. All right. See you. All right. Elio. 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 Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right, great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio. Elio.